Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, fish guts abound in the seaside town of Giaka. Gravely and Maya meet a shifty old kobold named Soot, who hires them to seek out a treasure on an island just off the coast. Gravely visits the Dreddex hideout only to be confronted by his old rival, Bashir. Bashir informs Gravely that his mission to respite was the company's way to be rid of him. Maya goes to the opera, and Soot raises some corpses from the dead. Wait, th that seems like a- no, not, not the intro we're gonna talk about. A little bit after uh, after sunup, would you guys? Uh, where would the two of you be? Uh, once we leave the inn, Gravely and I, uh, I say, "Hold on a second, Gravely. I have to. Go, I have to go grab something." All right. And I go into the alleyway, and two uh, small halfling-sized creatures uh, with a kind of a, a cloak over themselves, almost like a monk's. <laughs> come kind of uh, shambling out of the alley right behind me. I got a couple extra crew members for us. Oh, excellent. Um, hello. Don't, don't, don't talk to him. Let's go. Uh, all right. Gravely, uh, I have a present for you. Oh, uh, uh, kind of looking back at the hooded figures and looking at Maya and I, uh, all right, um, uh, how was your night? How was the opera? Oh, it was lovely. I still can't get the songs out of my head. Oh, the fish guts, fish guts. <laughs> fish guts, fish guts. What, what? It's a fish guts. And look, I got you a present. And she'll give him uh, the little figurine of the fish gut guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, wonderful. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Yes. And I made an investment. Uh all right, let's go. All right, we'll talk about that later, I guess. <laughs> He'll put the figurine in a little pouch and say, look back at Sit and his two figures and say, um, do they have names? No, they don't. Right, all right. Um, well, let's go to the docks then. As they're walking, Maya will start talking at the two figures. And she'll say, okay, your name is going to be Sven, <laughs> and you are going to be Robert. <laughs> Let me tell you how I feel about sugar. Sugar is great. It makes everything taste better. They are very good listeners, that's for sure. <laughs> well, they'll get along great with her. <laughs> Fantastic. So Soot, Gravely, Maya, Bill, Sven, and Robert make their way down to the dock where, once Sven again, Sven and Robert up. is what you named them? Sven That's the character sheet. <laughs> and Robert. Okay. Um, sure. Sven's the funny one. <laughs> Robert is lactose. Uh. So once again, there you are at the dock. Not yet chartered a ship. What do you ben. do? 
You guys are uh, walking down and you you come past one of the ships that you saw before and the crew members are thinking, fish guts, fish guts. We have some money. Does anybody want? Maya starts singing along loudly and like fish guts, fish guts. One of the sailor pulls up his wool coat and he's got the shirt on that says fish guts. Maya applauds. Uh, is this a uh, traveling show or a, no? I don't care. Okay, hi. Uh, it look started for at the public. A simple kind of uh, boat conveyance that maybe they can row themselves, <coughs> or uh, maybe has like a a single sail or something like that. Well, so there's that crew around. They're there. They were chatting with Maya. Gravely also sees uh, a guy a couple docks down with sort of like. Uh, there's a couple of, of uh, small boats kind of uh, moored there, tied up. They look like they might be for rent or for sale or something. That crew that was singing, um, Maya would probably go over and say hello because she's Maya. Mm-hmm. And maybe see if she could negotiate. Oh, I, I'm so good, but I have the sheet music and I will perform the whole thing for you if you will help me and my friends get to this island. Oh, we'd love to. We, we don't have anything going on. What do we got going on? Tide's going out. We might as yeah, well head to Giaga Island. Yeah. I found a ride. Uh, th- there's a smaller boat. Uh, no, I found us a ride. We're going with her. That's exactly what I thought she could do. All right. All right. That's great. Let's do it. Okay. Can you all clean crabs? <laughs> I can learn. Great. Hop on. So clean you all what? board the... <laughs> What's the name of the ship? The Rusty Barnacle. <laughs> Y'all board the Rusty Barnacle, which is a crab-catching vessel, and they head on out there. They're getting a late start. Usually they would leave with the break of dawn, but because they're all out partying at the opera, oh, so they're heading off with <laughs> a little bit of a late start <laughs> for them, and they take you out bound for Giaca Island. I mean, do you think they had a trap door in there? How did they disappear during that during the aria? It's just out of control. I don't know, but what I want to know is, was it brother and sister, or was it lovers? Mm, I don't think we can know. I think they left. They left so much on the stage. <laughs> uh, Soot, can I take a look at that map that you had? Of course, yeah. So there's a little cove and a big cove, and there's. Happy trees. Oh, I like that. Happy trees. Jungle. And then there's a big red X. And is that a volcano in the middle of the island? Eh, probably. It's not important. <laughs> Might be a concern. Well, like you, we'll worry about it when we get there. It's that red X that I'm so, really... Um, have we, should we tell our uh, navigators, our, our seafaring sailors, uh, which cove that we're going to be making... Uh, Land. I, I well, don't know. Clearly, the uh, terminology. The the little dotted uh, red lines point toward the little cove to land there. So that's where we're going. I I would think so. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Well, we're already going, but well, let's go more. <laughs> so as the ship is heading out, you recognize from shore it kind of looked like there was one big island out there, but as you get out there, you realize there's actually kind of a whole archipelago. Archipelago. Anybody? Archipelago. Yeah, That's a knows. word? Uh-huh. Arch- archipelago. There's Arch- a bunch of islands. Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> An archipelago. So there's a bunch of little islands all over the place, mostly uninhabited. Giaca Island is seemingly the biggest. Um, 
it's a little bit strange that it's uninhabited, but nobody seems to live on Giaka Island. And because there's this network of little islands, it's fairly treacherous. It's fairly like uh, shallow seas. And so you have to know the waters pretty well to safely get between these and not hit reefs and things. But these sailors, Maya's friends, uh, do know those waters pretty well. And by uh, mid-morning, you are they're able to pull up to a little cove and put you in a little rowboat. They can't get the ship too close to the island, but you're able to borrow their little rowboat and start paddling out to the beach. Oh, gravely, this island is beautiful. It is like a little vacation. It is very, very nice. I like all the greenery. So how did you guys find yourselves uh, here? I mean, are you from the city? We've never no. been here before. We followed the uh, the river down. Um, well, we started off in Oakheart, and then we went to uh, Maya's parents' place, and then we came down to uh, Polona. Meanwhile, Sven and Robert are definitely the ones rowing the boat nice. right now. Yes, we've had many adventures. It's been quite a wonderful experience traveling with Gravely. Yeah, we uh, we we started off in this small town called Respite, and uh, and then we ended up. Um, defeating a fire lord from the fire plane. Oh, we had a friend. His name was Coach, and he was beautiful. And there he was a there was a tiefling woman named Lyra, and she was wonderful. She was my best friend. I'm sorry I asked. Oh, and then and then the, and then that uh, sorcerer Salias. He would always yell things. <laughs> he was a character. He was a person. <laughs> Were any of them like? Uh, could you get them here to help us? Or could you send them a message? Oh, yes, absolutely, we could. Because, uh... I don't know where they are now. You two you two have been great so far. Uh, but maybe we'll need some more help if we're going to this uh, uninhabited island. And there you are on the beach. So the rowboat, uh, you're able to... Hmm, should look up more nautical terms. So you're able to pull the rowboat up onto the sand... And presumably Robert and Sven do most of the work continuously to pull the rowboat up past hey. the tide line. Uh, so do they ever take breaks or need like a little drink of water or anything? They do not. That's what makes them so great. Do they like to sing? I have not been able to get them to sing with me. I don't think they uh, can talk. They don't have much ability to sing. Like I said, they're very good listeners. All right, this is where I have to ask... What's going on? Oh, what? well, now that we're out of the company of other folks who can kind of freak out about this kind of stuff, and I'm going to pull down their hoods. And what you see are, uh, they look like me, but they don't have skin. They are cobalt skeletons. And some of them still like have like bits of their faces that are kind of, you know, half, you know, there. But most of it mostly is just a couple skeletons. You know, this one, uh, as you have named him so nicely as Sven, I didn't really spend much time uh, g- giving them names. But, I'm afraid uh, that my quips from this morning are coming back up. Oh, my. Oh, don't worry about them. They're harmless. They do anything I tell them. Are they able to think for themselves? Uh, absolutely not. I have enough brains for all three of us. Gravely puts his hand very slowly on his short sword. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. They are securely in my control. Do you want to see? 
How did you bring these characters back to life? Listen, I hired you to do a job, and your job was not to kill my uh, associates here. I don't want to kill them. I want to liberate them. They deserve to be free. Free and... It just seems that this smells of a little bit of a dark magic, and, uh, you know, in our experience, uh, that hasn't really led to... uh, the positive, good times. What do you think I'm going to do with them? I'm just a small kobold. I have overcome many things in my life due to the magic that has endued in them. That I have endued in them. Listen, we can play small, weak, and powerless in the competition later. I think both of us can have some things to say about that. But well, then we can find a good relationship there. I think both of you are incredibly strong and talented. I'm just concerned about the well-being of my new friends Sven and Robert. Oh, they are very, very happy. Much happier than they were at Kobold. I want to look around the beach and see if I see any tracks like anybody else that's here that might have been here. Or any indigenous life. Most of the beach is, uh, it looks like most of this beach disappears at high tide, so it's all smoothed out as the tide is receding right now, so you wouldn't see tracks unless somebody really recently has come by and you don't see anything there. The jungle is a cur- currently about like 15 feet back from the shore, and as you kind of like survey the jungle, you can hear various birds and animal noises. And uh, you actually see the start of a path, and there's actually like a, a wooden planks laid out in like an arrow formation pointing at the, this little path, which would be approximately where the dotted red line uh, well, begins. Well, uh, that's unusual, but I think that's where we should go, or at least where someone wants us to go. Excellent. Okay. Let's go. Make that easy. Hey, Amaya, I do notice that you have uh, quite a bit of a fun, uh, I don't know, you like flowers and different things. If you want to dress up, you know, Fen and Robert <gasps> a little bit, feel free, by all means. They could use it. <sighs> that would be lovely, and perhaps I can try to sing, uh, teach them some singing or dancing. You know, just something to bring a little joy in there. After lives. Of course. Yeah, of course you could do that. That would be great. Okay. So, yeah, Maya, as they are moving down the trail, will collect any sort of flowers or accoutrement, and she basically makes some flower crowns for these two. Flower um, crowns for everybody. <laughs> There's lots of flowers and vines around that you can collect and weave. And uh, As Maya's out of earshot and collecting some flowers, I, I'll, I'll kind of go close to Sut and I'll say, Listen, we'll help you as you've hired us, and and uh, I I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I need something to take my mind off things. But if you try to double cross us or try to hurt Maya, I will end you. Oh well, it's been a little while since somebody's threatened me like She's that. She's very close. I'm very close to her, and and she means a lot to me. And and I just I'm not sure how I feel about you yet. <gasps> You can see why. Noted. So you follow this path along for a while, maybe about half hour of winding through the jungle towards the area marked Happy Trees Jungle. I like 
like happy trees. I'm sorry. It just makes me so happy because the trees that are happy. You get to where about 30 feet in front of you, you can see that the trail opens up onto a, kind of a clearing, a sandy clearing open area. So now I'm going to show you why I have been alive as long as I have been as a kobold, which normally live about 11 days. <laughs> but I bet they are the best 11 days of your life. My multiple decades have been quite enlightening. Sven, Robert, go ahead. Go search out the place. I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend, I'm going to send (laughs) Sven Sven. and Robert uh, into the clearing to kind of, to see, to make sure that they don't get shot by arrows or (laughs) eaten by plants or something like that. All right. So you're going to send Sven and Robert forward. Are you staying where you are? How how close to the clearing do you all want to get before you send them ahead? You're about 30 feet back when you first see the clearing. (laughs) Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and stay there. We, we need to be within earshot, or eyeshot. They don't really speak. You can just, like, see them walking. You're not, like, seeing through their eyes like a Mm-mm. familiar or anything. They're not a familiar. Well, so you yourself, as they approach, can kind of see something on the ground in the middle of the clearing. And they get up to the edge, and seems like smooth sailing so far, and they walk out. Um, the clearing's probably also itself 30 feet diameter. 15-foot radius, roughly a circle. Um, And so they walk out there about to the middle, and no traps explode or anything. And um, you do start to see they look a little bit shorter. Oh, well, let's walk up there and kind of see what's going on. They appear to be shrinking. Wait. I, I put my hand on his shoulder. Wait. Stop. Don't don't go in there. And I look around, gravely looks around to see if there's any uh birds or um uh animals nearby using primeval primeval awareness. Yeah, you could catch a few birds, catch eye sight of a couple of birds so nearby. I'll see some uh sparrows uh, up in the trees and I'll kinda like and, and and try to get, like, any kind of... I can't communicate with them, but I'm trying to see, like, is this a dangerous area? I'm seeing if they're flying down, if they're landing on the ground, you know, and trying to get some sort of a, like, we don't go down here kind of vibe from them. You know, I could send Bill in as well. Well, if my two guys are shrinking a little bit, I assume, and I'm going to try and have them come back to so us. So specifically as you walk up closer, so the bird, let's break this down a little bit. Sure. So um, bird friend, uh, there's no birds or animals landing on the sand, but there's not really anything they would want out there. It's not a natural place for a sparrow to land. Um, your sense of reading them is like they're pretty chill about it. So from All a right. bird perspective, it would be like from the bird's perspective of like, yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. That's not necessarily the same as anybody wandering in. But getting closer and looking at what's going on with Sven and Robert is that as you get a little bit closer, you see they've sunk about mm, almost a foot into the sand. 
quicksand. Okay. Oh, yeah. How tall would you say Sven and Robert are? Pretty small. They're kobolds, though, about three feet. All right. Yep. <laughs> oh. Uh, so they're like almost there, to their waist. Can I summon them back to me or try? Uh, yes. They don't weigh very much. <laughs> are there any trees uh, overhanging this clearing? Is there a canopy of some kind? Not a full canopy, um, but like around the edges there would be. There's trees around, and then those trees have a natural cover of a couple feet in, but there's definitely just like clear sky above the center. Gravely of will things. climb up a tree that has the closest overhang uh, and then throw a rope down to them to try to pull them up a little bit. Okay. Um, so to start off, roll uh, individual dexterity checks for Sven and Robert. Sven rolled a 12 and Robert rolled a 10. So when you initially call them back, they like kind of shamble around and turn and try to face you and start to walk. And it kind of, they don't, neither one of them. The first one, Sven, a little bit of progress, but for the most part, they're basically just like standing in place, sinking a little bit faster. So gravely scurries up a tree. I think that might make it worse. Let me try something. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do that thing where I'm like, Moving my legs up, moving my arms up, moving my legs up. <laughs> Climbing up a coconut tree. Kind yeah, of yeah, co- yeah, coconut tree. So you scramble up that tree, and you're going to throw down a rope. Yep. And, um, yeah, go ahead and make a dexterity check for that. Are you just, like, throwing the rope to them to I'm grab? or you attaching trying to it to one of my arrows and shooting it in between them. Ooh. Hey, Fen, Robert, grab onto that if you can. I mean, Gravely's probably going to hit just a random patch of sand between these guys, so I'll give you that. So now that's rope is in between them. All right, um, uh, and I'll tie the other end to the tree just to kind of, or actually, I'll tie it to me. I'll tie it around my waist. Mm, okay, so you're tied to the rope that is down in the sand with Sven and Robert, and they grab on and start to start to grab onto it. They are making a little bit of progress, and, and I'll, I'll shimmy back down the tree as they're get, kind of getting out to kind of give them a anchor to pull on. Yeah, jump, Gravely. It's just sand down here. Thank you, Gravely, for saving them. And let's have everybody roll a perception check. Uh, 16. 3. 23. Okay, so while everybody is focused on this maneuver, it's going fairly well. And by the way, actually, also, you notice as you get out there that the object that was in the middle of this clearing is a literal big red X. (laughs) And it looks like it's like, it looks like it's made, it's kind of crudely dyed, uh, maybe old tattered sails that have been kind of like laid out in the middle of this clearing as an actual X to match the X on the map. So that's out there. And relatively close to that are Sven and Robert trying to pull themselves out of there. And Maya with the lowest perception check, she does not prepare herself for the spear that comes flying out from behind a nearby boulder um, for a AC 14, uh, hit to 14. Uh, that will hit. Ah! Maya! Mage armor! <laughs> All right, so she gets hit for, ooh, I rolled a 10. 10 points of damage. Yeesh. And everybody roll initiative. Woo. Oh, do I see where that came from? Yes, came from behind the boulder. vantage point. That was not very funny. Uh, Spears, spears. And Matt, roll initiative as well. What? Huh? Who? Initiative has been rolled. Uh, That was a surprise round. The spear came flying out from behind a nearby boulder. 
and Soot is first in initiative order. Soot very quickly casts Mage Armor on, on himself. <laughs> and then with his bonus action, uh, command, yes, Fen uh, and Robert to get out of the, I guess they're still stuck in there, right? They've got the rope. So pull on the rope, help, get out, get out. And he's very frantic. You, mm. you gotta get out of the fan, you gotta help me. All right, so they start scrambling a little bit faster and kind of like the angle is not great between the like the tree that's above them and the rope that they have. So they can pull themselves out of the sand and sort of start to like almost like scoot their feet over the sand towards safety. But it's not quite it's not like if you were holding the rope, pulling them directly out of it. So they're making a little bit of progress. And I'm going to run behind Maya. Okay. <laughs> Maya, protect me. I'm going to do my best. All right. <laughs> She's got the spears. <laughs> Okay. Yes. All right. Next up is a spear person behind the boulder, rolling again, and nineteen against Sven. Does Sven, oh, Sven roll initiative? Oh no, Sven! I don't know how that works. Um, let me read real fast about <laughs> like initiative we'll for figure out. animated Sven, dead. Sven, I think Sven on each of your Sven. turns you use a bonus action to mentally command them. So I just think they are commanded by me. Okay. Um, so that there's the same as mine. Well, I'm assuming that 19 hits. Yeah. So oh, yeah. That's going to hit them. He's going to take nine spear damage. Ah! Goes right through his little bony ribcage. Better uh, better him than me. <laughs> Next up is Gravely. Gravely, from your vantage point, looking around quickly, you can kind of see a figure throwing... Bro- you can't quite see exactly what it is because it's somebody popping up, throwing a spear, and then ducking back down. That's the only one I see? Yeah. Well, if you want to take some time to look around... All right, I'm going to look around quickly and see if I see anybody else. So you quickly kind of survey the area and uh, working over the assumption that, like, okay, ambush. So you can kind of quickly suss out, like, where, if this is an ambush point, where would people probably be? Whoever's out there isn't visible, even to you looking around, but you can see there's another boulder kind of across from the first one that uh, could also easily hide somebody. And then... Actually, pretty near your tree, there's another grove of trees that um, it's pretty dense. They're actually a little bit smaller than the tree that you're in, so you can't really see down into them. Um, but that would be a pretty good place to also hmm. hide. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on them since I can't see anybody in there. So uh, for now, if I jump down from this tree, would I be over that quicksand? You could scramble down the tree pretty easily and hop down to safe all right area i'm gonna use my standing my in. movement to scramble down the tree with the rope still attached to me so that the uh uh skeletons still have a chance to pull themselves out if i can see the spear guy uh the first spear guy i'm going to shoot an arrow at him yeah if you climb down you can at least move or maneuver around to where you're pretty sure that person is um go take a take a shot with disadvantage 22 to hit Oh, yeah, Gravely. I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hit. Roll damage. <laughs> I remember plus, this. Plus 10. He's like, no, disadvantage. Oh. Plus 10 longbow. <laughs> Eight points piercing damage. All right, you hear something in there. Go, and it's Maya's turn. I'll say, come out if you know what's good for you and put your hands up. Please. Um, so Maya's going to say, that was not a good way to make friends. 
and she'll point her hand towards that boulder where it came from and cast fairy fire. Uh, it's a 20 foot cube and every they have to make a dex save. And if they fail, they're outlined in light. Dex save of 12. Yeah, that's a fail. All right. So any creatures that are within that 20 foot radius of... She would basically cast it on where the the spear came from. So you cast Fairy Fire, and you can see a figure light up back there, and you don't notice any other figures um, light up. Actually, you'd probably... It's probably not exclusive to, like, exclusive to humanoids. So actually, within that, you see various, like, creatures, just like regular jungle (laughs) animals, like, light up. There's some monkeys that sort of... Each object, literally each object, um, and any creature... Uh, <laughs> These little bugs are all glowing. And now. so, FYI, <laughs> any any attack roll it's against super pretty. any attack roll against that creature is going to have advantage. Actually, in that context, it'd be a little bit hard to make out the humanoid. You can see it a little bit, but also like it's hiding in some brush. The boulder lights up. The brush lights up. Some trees light up. Um, some birds light up, and that some monkeys light up, and they all kind of freak out and fly away. You see them scurry. You see some bugs that are now like glow bugs, lightning bugs, <laughs> hovering around there. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Ooh, pretty. Like you, don't, you don't see any new enemies back there for the moment, though, but that's going to stay lit up. A spear <laughs> flying out of the copse of trees at Gravely for 12 to hit. That'll miss. Zing right past him. Whoa. And then. About choke my head off. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Messerman has uh, entered yay. the initiative. Matt Messerman. <laughs> Where am I coming from? <laughs> oh, I hope you're helping us. Matt Messerman is uh, not playing Silius. Sorry, everybody. Oh. It is not Silius. Hiding in the island. We'll find out more shortly, but you are hidden behind that second boulder. You see a short hooded figure step out from behind the boulder, and, and it says, uh, Hello, humans. Uh, I'm sorry to say <laughs> I, I, am, I am having to attack you now. And he, he takes a... He makes a thorn whip and he whips it at Gravely and tries to pull him into the quicksand. What? Attack <laughs> roll? Yeah, melee spell attack. Okay. That's probably not going to hit. <laughs> That's an eight. That misses. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, you humans should run. I have no. Ah! 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 I am only he seems half to, human. He seems to suddenly wince in pain and struggle back for a minute, and it's back to Soot's turn. I don't like being attacked from, from behind boulders. It's <laughs> such a surprise. And you just stop it. And Soot is going to wave his little, uh, his little hand in the air, and he's going to pull out a book. Uh, that very same book that he saw before, and he's going to flip open a page, and he's going to reach his hand out uh, at this new enemy that's appeared in front of him. And a giant skeletal hand is going to thrust forward and grab you, or Ow. attempt to grab you. Uh, that's not very good. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. Against AC? Uh-huh. That misses. Ah! So the, that, that, that's it. That's what I do. Just because, like... Hi. <laughs> Just kind of waves. <laughs> so the skeletal hand appears and lunges at him, and he deftly steps aside, and it misses. Ah. And Do not grab branch, please. Can we tell what kind of creature this new creature is? So you're wearing a hood, you said? Yeah, it's a big old hood. It's probably about the same height as... 
Soot. So he's short as well. Soot sized, and his hood uh, sticks out a little bit. It's kind of like it's okay. a little bit like wide on the side, as if his head was maybe like oval shaped. Or... Right. So uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to keep telling my two uh, skeletal buddies to get out of the sand. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's go quicker. So Gravely is down now uh, at more of a like pulling angle. So as they yank, they're going to pull Gravely in a little bit. <laughs> so maybe just make a make like a strength chest. To make sure they Against don't just skeletons? like well, yeah, just to make sure they don't yank you forward. Their bodies, there's a little bit of flesh on them, <laughs> and they're magically no, no flesh, powered. Said, no skin. Strength check. Strength. Okay. All gravely's might. Yeah, I, I have zero <laughs> strength. That's a thirteen. Good enough. Like they, oh, they ah, yank on your balance a little bit, Grab but you're tree. able to like, yeah, stick your feet in, and they're able to pull out a couple of feet. Um, they're relatively safe. They're still in like. You know, they're in the, the neutral zone between quicksand and regular sand. They're probably not. If they stood right where they are at this point, they wouldn't. They might sink a little bit, but it, they wouldn't probably keep sinking. Okay. So now now they're safe at the end of my turn. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now. I'll duck back behind Maya. <laughs> glow, <laughs> glowing spear person um, now comes running forward in front of uh with like uh glowing flies and mosquitoes and creatures uh um, and what you see is a it looks like a goblin-esque creature but it's a little bit sort of like torn up and a little uh I don't know, worn down a little bit. It's hard to tell quite what you're looking at because it's also lit up in what color? You can choose the fairy fire, right? <laughs> It's purple. Yes. It's also glowing purple, so it's a little bit hard to see exactly what you're looking at, but it doesn't quite move exactly like a regular goblin, and it doesn't quite completely look like a regular goblin, but again, also glowing purple. Hard to see, but it is holding a spear now. So it runs around the outside rim, and it gets to uh, Maya, and it attempts to stab ah! Maya with a spear. It only appears to have one spear left, so it's already thrown two, and it's down to his last one. Ooh, so that is a 20 to hit. That's, believe it or not, Zach, that hits. Five damage from Maya. What did that do to you? Ah, it says. So as this purple goblin creature charged forward, it leaves the fairy fire area. Um, but it stays lit up because you're concentrating on it. But then it stabbed you, so make that concentration step check. Oh no, that's a three. Mm, no longer a purple glowing goblin. The fairy fireness um, calms, and Gravely's turn. Well, seeing that, uh, Gravely is going to untie the rope, seeing that these skeletons are kind of safe from his waist, mm -hmm. and point at him and say. If you know what's good for you, if you want to stay alive, you'll stop hurting my friend. And he's going to cast his cantrip, True Strike. He got that with the bow that was given to him by mm -hmm. um, Sora. Mm -hmm. Say say what I said, and do I learn anything about him? So what you see in front of you, no longer glowing, you're able to sort out kind of like what's the weirdness. And this goblin looks just kind of like zonked out and it's got some wounds on it that look kind of dried up not like fresh wounds and um parts of it are a little bit like swollen it just uh. looks super unhealthy one of its ears is torn a little bit and um 
it's very, very focused on currently very, very focused on Maya and making that attack. And it didn't even like really react to you. It's just behaving a little bit weirdly. Uh, Soot, is this a friend of yours? <laughs> I don't think so, but I think I know what to do to it. And Maya's turn. Maya's just going to Eldritch Blast that son of a gun. <laughs> All right, so you have two blasts. First one on the son of a gun. Is going to be an 11 to hit. 11 to hit? Uh, hit. Woo, and then the second one is going to be 25 to hit. So roll damage for that first one first. That's going to be eight damage. So you blast it. It's pretty close to you, but there's enough distance to hit it with Eldritch Blast. And uh, the eight damage just sort of like blasts it backwards and it falls back in the quicksand. Like its well. back is down to the quicksand and it very, very slowly, it stops moving and very, very slowly starts to just sink into the quicksand. But Good you job, have, Maya. so that was your first Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. So you have another one to use. I'll blast it at uh, the other spear guide, Matt. All right. And what was that roll? 20 That something? was 25. 25. So roll damage for that Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Seven. Seven point damage. Of, point of order. I'm not a spear guy, but yeah. <laughs> he has no spears. Well, seven damage. Seven damage to the hooded character. Ow. So another spear comes flying out, and it will go towards uh, Sven once again. And it was a crit. Oh. Sorry, Sven. For Sven. Ah. That's going to be 12 damage to Sven. 12 damage. Uh, Sven is no more. Oh, no. <laughs> For Sven. Sven. Is it like a dry bones in Mario Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> like well, that's, that's what he's there for, so I guess it makes sense. But I didn't even get to teach him how to dance. Oh, yeah. That's such a shame you that just you see could. We've got bigger problems. Flower crown floating on the bed of <laughs> sand Aww. as he falls. Yeah, he's he literally just, just like a pile of bones in a flower crown <laughs> right now, and some of them are kind of in the quicksand and some of them aren't. And that creature that just threw that spear steps out of the copse of trees, and what you see is actually a kobold, but it has kind of a similar look to the goblin sort of creature. It's like torn up kind of and swollen and dried and just weird looking and kind of not tuned in to the surroundings that a regular creature would be. These creatures really need some moisturizer or something. <laughs> and so it begins walking again around the rim of the, around the quicksand towards where Gravely is. And that brings us to the hooded creature. Sorry about your friend, but I mu- we must do this. We have no choice. Uh, my dude is going to cast Moonbeam. Hold on. Uh, right you, on you guys. You always have a choice, hooded figure. Yes, right. you can always choose to do good things, create that. You think this, but Branch has no choice. Branch is, I must do this, or I, no, I, I do not want to do this. I, 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 I will do it. And he casts Moonbeam. So that's Constitution oh Save from Maya and Sit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled an eight, because, uh... <laughs> So you yeah. did. Tiny cobalt. That's a 13 for me. So a beam oh, she'll of get half. Yeah. a beam of moonly light casts down upon you oh, at no. a gesture from this hooded figure, and it hits soot 
fully, Ugh. and Maya is able to resist the powerful magic for only half damage, right. which is what? So it's 13 for Ugh. Soot and 6 then for Maya. 13 and 6 damage. Moon damage? Radiant, <laughs> Radiant damage, probably. Moon Radiant. damage. It's like in, in uh, Zelda Majora's Mask, yeah. that giant is coming down at you. Branch is very sorry. I say run. Run away. So sorry, if you can run. but you are still attacking us. <sighs> I would not attack if I had the choice. Soot. You, sir, have made a poor choice. Uh, Soot is going to run over to the creature that just came out. The cobalt? Yeah, the cobalt. Okay. And he's going to cast Animate Dead on that creature. All right. Talk me through that. <laughs> so, technically, if that creature is already dead then I can cast Animate Dead on it and take control of it. Ooh. All right. Do you have to roll anything for that? It doesn't say I do. Uh, so you just cast it on a dead body, and then it's your body. Then it's mine. Okay. It's mine for 24 hours. So you eye that kobold, and you cast Animate Dead, and it keeps coming. Uh, it stops coming for Gravely, and it come, starts coming towards you. You are not in control of it. Ah! That may have been a mistake. Uh, and then I'm going to command Robert um, to go and attack that creature. Which one? Me? The, no, no. The, Robert's attacking the not-dead kobold. The not-dead kobold. Roll that attack. 23. Hit. And that's 11 damage. He, as he pulls a, a short sword out. Slices at him. All right. that The, the skeleton had a short sword? Well, yeah, because they're, they're wearing robes. All right. So it pulls out its little short sword, and it slices deeply into this cobalt aggressor, and it really does badly cut it. And it doesn't really... it. Again, it doesn't, like, bleed the way it should bleed. Uh, this is definitely, like, a bleeding wound, and it almost, like, it's kind of thick. It almost, like, pusses a little bit. Gross. It looks like there's some blood in there, but it's, like, it's gross. I yes. really don't know what's going on here. What is that thing? I am not a doctor, but that does not look good. So that brings us to Gravely. Am I in running distance of our new friend here with the moonbeam? Yeah, you could reach anybody. All right, I'm going to run at him, and while I'm running, I'll shoot two arrows at him. 22 and a 20. Those both, those both hit, yep. 14 plus 9. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> All right, so you shoot one arrow, and it buries itself into his oh, uh, like shoulder I'm and knocks him like backwards, and the second one... Non-lethal, when... but yeah. You're shooting arrows at him close range non-lethally. They have boxing gloves on the end of them. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm shooting, which I'm trying to make him unconscious. So if we need to, we can bring him back. Yeah, I mean, so if you're aiming at non-lethal areas, then yeah, he probably takes one in maybe each shoulder, and he just like rolls his eyes back and goes down. He is not in the quicksand area. He just kind of falls over backwards. That seems oh. unresponsive. I'll go right next to him, put my foot on him. And just make sure he's, like, not Great. moving. He is not. Maya's turn. Maya is going to Eldritch Blast at the standing cobalt that is still up. Uh, 18. Roll that damage. Yummy. That's a 10. That cobalt is blasted backwards by the Eldritch Blast, and it is non-responsive. It kind of, like, gets knocked back a couple of feet and lands in some brush in the jungle. And there appear to be no aggressors on their feet. There you are in your clearing. Okay. Wow, so, that was exciting. I don't think two dead shambling bodies are quite the treasure we were looking for. 
I need to compose a song for my friend Sven, who is no longer with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that later. Which one do you think is the strongest looking that I can bring back as another servant to my own power? Well, hold on. This this guy's not out completely. Um, um, I think we should bring him. I think we should wake him up and uh, and ask him a couple of questions. He might. He seemed like he was under some sort of control. He was very apologetic. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll know something about the giant red X or the, or the treasure that we're looking for here. Maya, can you um, uh, heal him just a little bit? Oh, Maya is holding Mr. Stick. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Stick. <laughs> Mr. Stick, the staff of renewal, but she still calls it Mr. Stick and has a very personal relationship with it. Maya pulls out Mr. Stick and points it at the hooded figure branch i believe was the name that was called himself branch Branch. yes and she goes mr stick please do the scene (laughs) i still have my i still have my foot on his you're uh, pinning him down yeah okay so he takes six points of healing damage and the two arrows kind of (laughs) like pop healing damage healing damage (laughs) he takes six points of healing and you watch as the two arrows kind of like those two wounds heal up a little bit and the arrows kind of fall to the side as those wounds close up a little bit, and he sort of like opens his eyes and stumbles I have my to life. Short sword at his chest, and I'll say, "No false moves, big man." Robert's also looming above. Or little man, please, please do not stab me, little woman. Well, you speared me. That was not very kind. What is going on? That was not me. That was the 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 sand. Ah! What's what's happening he to grabs you? Why his you... neck? <laughs> oh, I look at the back of his neck. You can see, by the way, with the hood a little bit back, that this is a goblin. Yeah. He looks significantly healthier than the other You're goblin still alive, and, the, and those were the not. Cobalt. Hey, turn over for a second. I push him over. I roll him over. And he's, I assume I'm like struggling against this because I don't think I have any choice. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, this orkling is jumping on top of his goblin. I'm like, ah. why are you grabbing the back of your neck? Hey, stop wriggling around. Gravely is strong proportionately to this little goblin okay. creature. Gonna, you know you have him pretty well spinned. And listen, so, what is that? As he flips over, what you see on the back of his neck is like a like a pulsing mass of like it's definitely not his flesh. It's almost looks like a like a jellyfish, like ah. the head of a jellyfish stuck to the back of Ugh. his Friend, you've got a neck. growth on your oh, neck. Oh, that's wonderful. Can we take this off? Please, yeah. if you uh, take it, take it off. I do not. Ah! All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maya hold will on. try and take the staff and see if she can wedge it like a... <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got to pull the jellyfish <laughs> I've got a little like dagger. Like a crowbar? <laughs> yeah. A dagger. Let me well, do it's it a Healy staff. Hold so on, hold on, hold on. While it does you got to get like a fulcrum. So you yeah. don't really have a yeah fulcrum point for the staff. I'm going to. You could try with a dagger. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to dispel magic on it. So I'm going to go up to him and I'm going to uh, try and uh, whisper, let go uh, to the jellyfish and see if it will disperse whatever magical effect is grabbing onto it. It does not seem to have an effect. Ah! All right, I'm going to take my uh, the point of my short sword. Be very still, and I'll just kind of, kind of get in there, try to pry it off. Make a medicine check. Okay. Actually, like choose sh- medicine. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a medicine check. Like You're doing surgery. Clams. <laughs> yeah, it's shucking a clam. I have eaten a live clam. Oh yeah, that'll be a twenty. Ooh, dang. 
All right. So you very carefully uh, are able to like work your short sword into the area in between so this thing and the fucking... goblin flesh, and very gently are this able to hurt. pry around, and you start to like remove it and pull it out, oh. and as you do. You notice that, like, it's got tendrils that reach into his neck. And as that happens, he goes, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> definitely hurts him. But you're, like, holding him still, and oh, you're still. Uh, pulling. Think of something nice. Uh, Maya, sing him a song or something. I'll tell you about my friend Sven. Sven, you were so nice. Oh, oh, even so you died no. twice. Oh, oh, Sven, it's always done. Wonderful. <laughs> and it pulls free. Hello, Knights of the World Table. Welcome to Season 3. This is our first bi-weekly episode, bi-monthly episode, semi-monthly episode. We're going every other week, so we can keep producing consistent and quality content, and also we cannot die. We're also going to be doing some awesome collaborations and producing some extra content, so now and then... You might see a bonus episode on the off week, but for the foreseeable future, we expect that to be our regular release schedule to be bi-weekly from here on out. We have a nice, big, exciting episode for you, so thanks for waiting if you're caught up. A few announcements. Uh, if you've been wondering what happened to Lyra, who was played by the amazing and talented Jessica Towson Burtness in season one episodes, what was that, like five through eight, and also our how-to episodes. Jessica just had a baby. Welcome Vivian Rose, who was born on December 4th. Uh, I absolutely would have loved to have Jessica back for actually some of these episodes in particular. I think it would be great to see what Lyra's been up to, but we're going to give Jessica some space to take care of Vivian and uh, be an awesome mom. If you want to send her congratulations or uh, create some baby Lyra fan art, uh, feel free and just send that into our Roll table social media information. Also, Weston. So that's our Vivian Rose is our first roll table baby, but Weston's actually also expecting a baby. If that baby comes real early, that might disrupt our recording schedule a little bit, but hopefully we'll be all caught up and good for keeping our every other week episode release schedule. And if not, we're going to have to improvise. That's okay. We're good at that. Other things to check in on, uh, the regular stuff, if you really want to support the podcast and spread the word, best thing you can do is get on uh, iTunes specifically and leave a five-star review and a comment because that really helps um, word about the podcast spread and get it picked up by other search engines and stuff. Something really cool is you can find us on YouTube. You can actually listen to episodes on YouTube if you like. But the coolest thing on YouTube is there's a Knights of the Roll Table trailer. This is a trailer of clips from season one that I edited together with original music written by Weston over art composed and created by Chris Daly and with video editing from Jeff. So it's a conflagration of talents and it's a really cool just couple of minute trailer. And if you could check that out and share that just absolutely everywhere you can possibly share a short youtube video that would be super awesome of you thank you very much for even considering it on the topic of weston composing music he has rebranded to arcane anthems because apparently make my anthem often routed people to like uh medical insurance 
So that was no good. So Arcane Anthems, you can look him up on social media. His Patreon, you can go to his Patreon page for Arcane Anthems and download music for free to use in your games and productions. And apparently he has like 3,000 followers on TikTok, so check that out. Uh, other things going on, always uh, keep up checking out our Instagram, at Table. There's awesome art from Chris Daly, uh, a lot of the character art. There should be art of Slit Up pretty soon and other new characters. I think that's it for now, so enjoy the rest of the episode and go out and make life an adventure. And it, appears, it appears that you were successfully able to like pull this whole like little mass and it has it really looks like a jellyfish as you pull it out. Like a small jellyfish because the, the legs of the fish were seemingly like inside him and he looks intensely relieved as you. Can I stab the jellyfish? I'm going to primeval awareness the jellyfish thing. Okay. Primeval awareness. Is, you're trying to Oh, no, no. To sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Not trying. No, sorry. Hold on. I'm going to cast True Strike as a cantrip on the jellyfish. I don't know if that's what True Strike does. I know that's the text that it gives you. <laughs> I think it just gives you advantage on it. Yeah. The, okay. the insight you get is like how to get advantage on it the next time. Okay. It's so will, actually primeval awareness would be more those kinds of like this I helps you understand this a little it. better is I think probably yeah. more what you're going for. Let me right. I'm gonna do I'm gonna see if I can sense anything from primeval awareness of like what this is, if it's a creature of nature or something else. So you you open up your awareness to this thing in your hand which is still squirming around a little bit, and try to kind of connect to it the way you did the sparrow and you get you get a little bit of a connection and awareness because it is alive, but it doesn't seem to really have any like thought ability. It doesn't have like a brain. It's just That's sort cool. of like a cell more. I'm going to stab it with my stick. <laughs> All right, hold on. I throw nope. it on the ground. It's, yeah, I'm, it's in my your hand. S- <laughs> your staff does not have a stabbing point. You can smack it with your stick. You want to smack it with your stick? No, 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 no. I, I want to investigate it. Come on. I'm assuming it's kind of like, like if it's like a jellyfish with just even a blunt walking stick, you could still like perforate it or at least attempt to. You okay. should destroy it. You need something pokey though. <laughs> All right. So Gravely is like looking at it. He's like looking at this mess in his hand, like very like deeply and intently trying to connect with it. And Maya just like raises her staff over her head to just like smack it, smack it, including Gravely's hand. But like that's when Soot says like, no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I would be totally down for thing if he can keep it or I can grab it or she can hit it. <laughs> I'm, uh, you so, want to roll so, a contest for that? Yeah, Soot so, so, so is just going to go reaching for it and try and grab it out of Gravely's hand. All right. Gravely, do you want to... <laughs> Does Gravely want to resist this interaction? No. Okay, so Gravely, what you see is Maya's going to try to smack it at the same time as Sit's going to try to grab it. Go ahead and roll Dexterity Contest, Maya and Sit. All right, little guy. We just want to find out what you... What the... Are you still standing on me during all this? Yeah. (laughs) Sitting on you. I'm sitting on you. 14. All right, so it gets it. (laughs) Yanks it out of Gravely's hand as Maya's staff comes down and hits Gravely. Wow, look at this. Uh, What kind of creature? That makes me fall off of uh, this other guy, the goblin. Ow! Maya, why would you do that? Roll up to my knees. Mm, I do not like that people do not have control of themselves. You hit my hand! 
I'm well, sorry. What, what is this? I will kiss it and make it better. Miss, oh. Mr. Lizard Person Dog Thing, you should I, you should destroy that. What, what is it? Can you tell me more about it? It makes people do what he wants. Who is he? I do not know his the, name. The little jellyfish thing? He is a... Con- he makes it so that it causes so much pain you have to do what he wants. Or... He is like the government. <laughs> That's... What? Uh, that sounds really well, see, uh, amazing, uh, pe- People actually. are elected or sometimes, uh, you know, <laughs> for sort of put themselves in positions of power that... Uh, are you uh, talking to me? Yeah. I'm, uh, you, you said you didn't know what government Oh, was. I know what the government... Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen. what's your name, Goblin Man? Uh, hello, uh, little little human. I am a. Br- uh, I'm I'm not. Uh, first of all, I'm an orkling. I'm not a human. Yeah, human. Same thing. Yes. Uh, uh, I I my name it it would be a branch from the smallest tree in the forest. But you you may call me branch. All right, that'll do. Well, I'm gravely. This is Maya. Hello. Hello, this loud is soot. woman. Hello. Soot does not say soot. hello. He is looking intently at the jellyfish. Thank, thank you, humans, for saving me. I have, I have been here l- for a very long time. Oh, have you seen a, a little a treasure chest or a, bun- a bunch of gold around this area? You have not, no. No. Hmm. Well, what do you that. mean? Wait, hold on. There's no gold, no artifacts. I have been all over this island, and, and Branch has seen no... No such things. So you were looking for it as well? No. I came here to get away from people. I felt, uh, uh, how do you say it? Uh, I felt a, a need, a yelling to come here. Oh. By this little jellyfish man? No, no. Just a feeling in my, in mm. my stomach. Ah. Sometimes I have feelings in my stomach too. Well, that's because you ate all those fish guts. Well, they were... Not good. I, I, uh, I came here and uh, he, the, the, the large squid human, he put the thing on my neck and uh, so much pain. The large, large squid, squid human? human? Yes. Would Thut, with his knowledge of under darkness, uh, know what a squid what type of squid creature this might be? I think Soot, being from the underdark, would think Immediately of mind flayers. Okay. At that at that statement. At that statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a like a mind flayer. Like does it have like stuff coming out of its face? Like a tendril. No, it does. It does not. I was I was captured by it. It came from the sea. It took me. It put the the blobby on my neck. Well, you are safe now. You can you can come with us. And it, you said it can control people. Right. In a way, it just causes pain. I must meet this creature. I want to do, destroy this creature. I think that would be fair. a very bad idea if we met it, because, well, I mean, we would probably try to kill it. I oh, that's fine, as long as I get its secrets first. Branch does not like to kill, but I will help you kill this creature. I don't like killing either. I like you, Branch. Thank you, Loud human. human. Yeah, Branch, you want to join us? Well, we're, we're actually on contract looking for some treasure, but maybe along the way, if we see anything suspicious with this squid person that tried to take advantage of your brain, which is not very nice, and, and as a rule, Maya and I don't really like that sort of thing. 
I did not like it either. So, what? You you came here on a on a feeling. Yes. Um. Don't goblins normally uh travel in packs? My pa- branch's pack does not uh, branch does not talk to them anymore. Oh. You know what? I know how that's like. I mean, I kind of didn't fit in with my either one of my races and I was sort of left to be a little bit solitary. So I know what you're going through. We can create this our is, own pack. This is very touchy feely and all, but let's uh Let's get going, huh? Let's go I am wondering, there is this red X in the middle of the quicksand. Do you yeah. think that maybe at the bottom of the quicksand, maybe that is where your treasure is? Is it is a trap? Yeah, this is clearly this is obviously a trap. Oh, oh, oh obviously. Uh, <laughs> Maya, obviously, this is what's trap, known Maya. as a trap. <laughs> we, it's it's a it's a ruse, uh, a, so a bad map, play. <laughs> this map was uh, a trick to get us here to the island. So the creature could capture us like he did to stick here. Either for that or for eating. Very eating pleasant. me? I wouldn't be very much of a meal, let's be honest. Probably would eat her. Oh, yeah. I would probably be delicious. Is this creature on the island? When last I saw him, it it was in the, uh, in the sea. Oh, all right. What was your objective with us? Were you trying to kill us to bring it back to it, to eat it? To, for us to eat, be eaten? I only knew to attack you, to capture you. You might, maybe you get eat, maybe you become other person to help attack. I do not know. Well, I am glad that you failed. Um, you can go ahead and credit yourself a short rest to chill, recover, patch wounds and such. And uh, Branch is able to communicate to you. There's a net that's submerged in the quicksand so they can pull that up collect the people and just drag them off in the net to where this creature emerges, drags them back. Sometimes they reemerge with these things in their neck and sometimes they are never seen again. So it's a sea creature. I don't think that mind flares like the water. Perhaps we should go do some reconnaissance. Let's go see what we can observe. I like that idea. We could send in Mr. Bill. Um. Uh, during that short rest, uh, Gravely would have done a little bit of reconnaissance around the ring to see if there's any tracks leading towards said big cove or, or anything like that. Yeah, you can see the other path that they would take off towards big I cove. I think I found a path. All right, everybody uh, ready to go? Ready. Let's go. Are we really going to the big cove? Yeah, if you, if you feel up to it, you'd be a valuable asset. If we can hurt it, it will help. Oh, we can hurt it. Say, uh, Branch, um, you seem to have some tie-in to, you know, nature and the moon and... I can, uh, I can turn into an animal's... Oh. And many things with nature. You know, I have a really wonderful squirrel costume at home. I have, I have many squirrel friends. They are nice creatures. Very chatty, though. Oh, by the way, sorry for shooting you and almost killing you with two arrows. You took the thing from my neck. It is okay. Forgiven, right. human. And he'll uh, he'll put out his little orkling hand to shake his goblin hand. And Branch will reciprocate. Okay. 
Maya will go in for a hug. Oh, that, that, oh that, she does this. That, wait, what is happening? No, no, no. I am giving you a hug because what? now we are friends. Why am I being smothered? Do not smother. This is a form of affection. Ah. <laughs> you smell like dirt. Right. I like it. We're going to start walking. This All is right. the friendliest season ever. <laughs> <laughs> we must. It's a Maya season. Maya and three short creatures. <laughs> <laughs> So you talk as you make your way down the path towards Big Cove, and you arrive there, and it's kind of a big, open, sandy beach, um, probably like a 20-foot distance between, again, similar to Little Cove, there's there's sort of like a, a wall of jungle, and then about 20 feet of sand to where the ocean currently is at a high tide. There's probably no beach at high tide. The water probably comes right up to about where the jungle line is, but right now, about 20 feet. So right now, we're going to need some bait to draw out the creature. Bait? Yes. So uh, it's expecting you to bring back something. Isn't that right, Brent? <clears throat> well, in a net, it would be uh, the, the creatures that would be uh, uh, captured or, un- or asleep. He, he knows when I do not do what he wants. He, he must know I do not have the, the, the fish of jelly on my neck. Well, let's put it back on him. No! No, we can't do I that. I could the- also cast Silent Image, and we could make an image of something out there. Can you do an image of the jellyfish on his neck? I could do that, yes. I do not believe that would help. I believe he would know. Oh, you think a, it's like a mental thing? Yes, a brain. Does he know right now that you're not a I think he probably does. I do not know. Oh. I- Gravely, roll a, a nature check. Oh, I'm good at nature. <laughs> That's a 19. Uh, all right. So your understanding of this, based on what Branch tells you and your connection with the jellyfish currently in Sit's bag, and what they're telling you is, yeah, this is essentially like almost a part of this squid creature that it attaches to creatures' necks to control them. And based on what he's telling you, creates some sort of like a psychic connection but like organic because the sky's the spell magic didn't work it's not magic it's much more of like an organic connection of like this is the little bit of this creature that it's implanting in the like almost directly into the nervous system of the creatures it controls and so that's the way it probably has some sort of level of communication and understanding through that and the main way it communicated back to them was definitely just like pain if you're not doing what it wants so that cell thing the little jellyfish creature part of it appears to be still alive in soot's bag you don't necessarily know what that would mean for in terms of what this creature would be sensing right now Mm. you know i've been thinking about this and what if, instead of killing this creature, we captured it? You mean the 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 larger squid thing that's con- that was controlling Branch? Exactly. Why would we do that? Well, there are tons of mages and and other people that would love to to dissect and and understand this uh, this psychic creature. For almost two suns, I have been on this island under its control. We should not keep it alive. It should be destroyed. I agree. That sounds very risky. Well, wouldn't you want some retribution for all your time spent under its control? Yes, it's death. 
Yeah, plus we don't know any mages or people that want to interact. You don't. Right. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I think we just have to take it out, and then and then after that, maybe we can make the decision. We'll we'll take a vote. Whoever's still alive. Okay, but Robert Counts. Fine. Well, but we still have to draw this creature out somehow. I like the silent image idea. Okay. I will do it. I will do a silent image. I'll and stay in the back, and I will I will uh, sniper attack anybody that gets close. I should definitely be able to once it's on land. Uh, I, I can stick it to the to the to the beach, and th- so that it can't uh, can't get away. That sounds great. All right. I'm gonna silent image, and I'm gonna make uh, a guy that looks like the guy that I went to the opera with. <laughs> Mercutio. Mercutio. Yeah. All so, smiles and happy day. He's like, <laughs> but and and I'm just in gonna, a net. <laughs> in what condition? He is needs Mercutio? to be. He needs to be out cold. I like. I will. I'll have him walk. So she'll have him walk out there, <laughs> and then he just kind of faints on the beach and lays down like as if the sun was too hot. He just goes, ah, and falls down onto the sand silently. <laughs> silently. Well, uh, all right. There I he suppose is. That'll do. <laughs> And then we wait, I guess. Let's hide. Okay, so Silent Mercutio has fainted on the beach. <laughs> Gravely is taking up a sniper position. So Sid is hiding with Robert. And what's Branch doing? Ordinarily, you'd be waiting out on the beach yeah. with a creature in a net. I feel like that's what I have to do. All right, so you all get in position. Branch is out there. Wait, this is scary. Hello! You hear this music? Dun. Dun, dun. dun. <laughs> Dun dun dun. <laughs> I, I have I have a new uh, a new thing for you, human. See, look. The waves crash in and out, back and forth. You guys are all tense at first. At any moment, it could come, and then it doesn't. Okay, he's not here. Let Let's go. <laughs> Maybe it is because none of us are dialed in. And Maya's going to look at the pouch that Soot has the the jellyfish thing in. Oh, so we're going to take a little bit of an action for that, huh? Okay. I don't like that idea. I don't think you should attach it to yourself because... But if attaching it to myself means that somebody else uh, can be saved... But if uh, putting it on me means that maybe we can stop somebody else from ever having to go through this again, don't you think that is a worthy sacrifice? The the pain that you will feel. uh, What is the worst pain you have ever felt? (gasps) It would be inspiration for my next song. Your tall human friend is very strange. Yeah, I I agree with you there. (laughs) Gravely, you are being very quiet. No, I just don't like the idea of uh, attaching this thing to one of us again because we might lose control of that person again. The little jellyfish thing <clears throat> is in your component pouch right now? Yeah, it's just in my one of my satchels. All right. Wiggling around in there. We should Being not, a jellyfish. We should not put <laughs> the <laughs> jellyfish <laughs> on anybody. Now we, I suppose we could head back and just tell them what's going on, but how are we... <sighs> 
Uh, that's actually also a good point. Uh, Branch knows that there's a couple of other creatures on the island, and it's kind of one of their standard issue orders to uh, trash your rowboat. So he tells you at the mention of the boat, he was like, uh, oh. yeah, that's probably. Yes, if you had the boat, it is, uh, if you left it here, the other uh, under the control, it, it's probably very broken now. We are trapped. Oh, no. Okay, well then, uh, I throw their hands are tied. If we if we do this, uh, I'm willing. You can put it on me, and that's why don't we put it on Soot? Now wait just one minute. You seem like you have a, uh, you know, regenerative properties. You can bring things back from the dead. You can certainly bring yourself back to a Gravely. healthy thing. It would be a way of proving yourself to us. And gravely, let's be realistic. Suit is far more powerful than I am. I mean, I go pew pew. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, you, you have wonderful qualities and you're very powerful. Thank you. I appreciate that. But really, he would be more helpful. I haven't lasted this long without a very strong sense of self preservation. Is there anything else that is normally done to. No, but it just calm. always kind of knows that it's feeding time, per se based on its connection with you. Like, when so you I go figured. out there with the thing, you can kind of tell that it's sensing It's mm. sensing that you're there through its connection <laughs> with you. Oh, Shit. let me, uh... I'm going to take a look and see if my jellyfish is now goo. Okay. So you reach into your component pouch? It's not actually my component pouch. I wouldn't put it in my component pouch. Uh, but I would put it in, like, a Wherever separate, your jellyfish yeah. storage yeah, compartment my, is. My, my jellyfish storage leather pouch that I have. And I'll pull it out. Yeah. And see. So you reach in there and draw it out, and it kind of wraps its tendrils around your hand. So you can ah. kind of feel its stickiness and it trying to like connect with you, but it can't quite get to you. And uh, as you kind of like struggle with it and pull it off, a creature begins to emerge from the surf. Oh no! Everybody, get down! Oh dear! Run! Run! <laughs> no, I cast pass without a trace. I'm gonna throw the jellyfish on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Or try to get it off my hand. So you cast Pass Without Trace at that moment? Yeah. Okay. So that'll give you sudden stealth to kind of climb, scramble back into the woods for everybody that's near Gravely. What does everybody else do? So Gravely, you're going to head into the jungle, assuming everybody else is going to be doing that, and take up your sniper position. So what do you do, you and Robert? I throw the jellyfish on the ground, and I'm running back with Gravely. Okay. So you'll get there stealthily because of the spell. Branch, what do you do? I turn into a dire wolf and I hang out down near them. Back into the jungle? Okay. And Maya. This may be (laughs) one of the dumbest things I've ever done. Now, I've heard you say that before. (laughs) I'm going to, as I see it emerging, I'm going to cast Unearthly Chorus. The air around me within a 30-foot radius, there's like beautiful music that starts playing and I get advantage on all of my uh, charisma checks. I'm, I'm just going to try. I'm going like to concentration? Do you hear that? <laughs> it's concentration. It's up to 10 minutes. Okay. So it's not, not working with my stealth that I just... What is, what is Maya doing over there? And I'm well, going I'm I'm to step out. I'm going to step out <laughs> onto the beach. All right. So everybody scrambles immediately back into the jungle and is well hidden, which is assisted by the fact that Maya just stands there. It's suddenly surrounded by an unearthly chorus. <laughs> Steps forward towards the creature, which emerges from the waves. And I kind of look towards Sutton and said, 
I say, so when you have the creature, then Maya, 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 Maya. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's out there. My, oh no. <laughs> All right, so doing? nobody is actually, the creature is advancing up onto the beach. Nobody is actually attacking yet, but let's roll initiative. Oh. The creature that emerges as you see it is uh, not anything any of you has seen before. It's not a mind flare. It definitely is a humanoid type creature. Whoa. It has a uh, toothy, sharp, toothy mouth that's pretty big. You don't really see any normal eyes on it, but it has various spikes and tendrils and tentacles it's definitely walking along on a whole set of tentacles it appears to have two regular ish humanoid arms and it is greenish blue and very slimy as it emerges it is it's probably about 10 feet tall oh my goodness that's not really what i was expecting so we've entered initiative and Branch is up first. Branch is a dire wolf hiding in the woods. Yep. He will continue to hide, but if uh, it appears that... I'm going to hold my action, and if anything comes out to attack Maya, including the squid creature, if it actually goes to attack, he'll run out and try to chomp. Okay, so if there's aggression, you're going to... Yeah, but right now he's hiding. All right. That brings us to Maya, surrounded by an unearthly chorus with advantage on charisma. So Maya's her move? going to very slowly walk out and say, Hello, I have been waiting for you so that we can talk. Okay, okay, okay. Roll. So that we can talk. Let, you roll. love a squid. I get it. Roll persuasion. <laughs> roll persuasion with advantage. Okay. Uh, eight, so it's going to be 26. Dang. <laughs> yep, it's up for it. <laughs> this creature, like, scooches up into the edge of, like, where each the waves are kind of, like, rolling up to. So it gets wet a little bit with each wave and... Uh, Seems up for a chat. Um, it's not speaking. So Maya will just give, <laughs> as she's trying to say these things, she's just going to gesticulate like, oh. with very, like, like, how can I help you? Hand <laughs> motions. Uh, what it gives. <laughs> Does the creature gesticulate back? <laughs> What? Zach is earning all of his like DM Halo mm. points right I'd now. I do like a good like... performance check. <laughs> so it wants to work with you, but uh, you're not. What? <laughs> how would you? You're from a you're from a competing agency, and you know. There's... I don't know how you would comp- how you would like uh, gesticulate. I want to help you right now. It seems you know what it does. It goes in for a hug. Oh, no. It's just like clearly loves you just so, so much. You seem just so compelling and sweet. You're just Gravely. the best thing ever Gravely. for this creature. Gravely. And so it starts like shambles up to you on all of its tentacles. 
and like eight of them, four on each side, and its two big arms, reach out towards Maya to just envelope her in a giant hug. Well, hug that's what back. the rest of you are watching. What, so what are we Maya doing, initiative order wise? Uh, this is Maya's turn. Okay. I would say that's her action, and gravely, you're up. I cast Hunter's Mark. I have to trap it first. How can you trap it? All right. I'm holding my action until Soot traps it. Okay. <laughs> to shoot it. I'm going to hold my action to shoot it twice. Okay. Well, next up, the that's fine. So you're, you're cocked and ready with your bow, and Squintillion is what I'm calling this thing. Uh, it's the Squintillion's uh, turn. And so with its new best, best friend, it just feels like it's just time to take her home and uh, show her around. So with all of its tentacles wrapped around Maya, it starts to back up with her into the ocean. Oh, I did not consent to this. (laughs) That is when Branch would run out there and and bite it. Dire Wolf launches out of the jungle and uh, presumably arrows go flying. So uh, roll those attacks. Uh, 21 to hit. I'm going to say, Gravely's held action was actually until Soot traps it, which is not what happened. But I will say that, like, that action uh, triggers Branch to run forward as a wolf. That would be 10. All right, so Wolf jumps up on it, bites a tentacle, and does 10 damage. All right, so you're grabbing on, you're basically latched onto one of its tentacles that starts, like, flinging around as the dog, like, latches onto (laughs) it. And uh, then it's Soot's turn. Oh man! Now there's now there's two people out there. Oh well, well all right. Uh, Soot's gonna get up out of the uh, out of the brush and he's gonna cast web on the creature. Twit twit. Uh, so it's a sixty foot range. Uh, it needs to make a strength saving throw or be restrained by the web. Uh, I rolled a twenty, so. Jeez. Would, oh. Okay, and so does he, and so does her. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a nat 20. I rolled an 18 plus... <laughs> oh, negative one, so it's a 17. Don't resist it. I'm trying to save you. All right, so the whole area is covered in web, <laughs> and everybody, like, wiggles right out of it. Yeah, the the uh, terrain is still on a failed save. The creature's restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. So they are fine. When he does that, I will shoot it. Yeah. Launch it. 25 and 23. Mm -hmm. So 25 damage, piercing. All right, two arrows enter into it, and it doesn't look so friendly towards Maya anymore, and it is Branch's turn. Branch, you are currently attached to one of the tentacles of the Squintillion. I'll bite it again. (laughs) Roll that. I don't know how that works. Oh, and I guess I have advantage on it, because I have... uh, my buddy's over here within five feet of me. Mm-hmm. Pack tactics. 24. It's a hit. Hit. Nine more bites. Or nine more bitey damage. Maya, Burr. you are very wrapped up and restrained in this thing's tentacles. Gently. It's not like crushing you or anything. It's just keeping you. I don't think that you are understanding what I wanted. I don't want to go in the water. We just wanted to help. Uh... Roll of persuasion. <laughs> Advantage. Uh, <laughs> well, technically, it's friendly to me for up to an hour afterwards. With concentration. Nope. Nope? nope. It's just going to be friendly towards you? 
Yeah, it's the spell itself is concentration, but once it passes, they're friendly to me for up to an hour. All right. Unless I attack them. That's making me think. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so that's going to be 21. Success. It lets you go. Okay. That was a free action. I'm feeling very conflicted right now, you guys. Kill it! Kill it! <laughs> Maya, do some Eldritch Blast or something! <laughs> but uh, he just wants to live his life. Maybe we could... I'll, I'll Eldritch Blast it. Oh, I'm so sad. That a girl. You know what, though? No. I'm gonna... She's gonna run... Ah, I don't want to. <laughs> Foot and gravely look at each other like, oh. <laughs> Maya just says, I'm so sorry. And she'll Eldritch Blast twice. Roll both those. Uh, 25 and 19. Dang. All right, damage. Uh, three. That's another three. So six damage. Listen, I'm volatile stuff here. Heavy damage. All right, this thing's looking pretty messed up pretty quickly, and it's Gravely's turn. And he is not my friend anymore. I'll attack it again. Two arrows. Uh Uh-oh, that's a 14. Not so good. And an 18. Miss and hit. Okay. One zings past its head, the other one. 16 piercing damage. So it takes another arrow, and that brings it to its turn, and it it uh, kind of like looks over its shoulder a little bit back at the waves, and two creatures emerge from the water. These are creatures that Branch has never seen. One is appears to be kind of a gorilla, but it's like way bigger than a gorilla would be. What? Uh, it's giant. It's a morilla. Not like a King Kong gorilla, but it's about 15 feet tall. It's just oh this God. massive... Is it a gorillapus? Creature. <laughs> <laughs> not. Does it have gills? It seems mostly gorilla. Um, it seems it's emerged from the ocean. It is like sopping wet and has a similar kind of like shambly zombie-ish look to the other things, but it's fairly put together and it like kind of lurches out of the ocean and beats its chest a little bit. And uh, on his other side, a creature that like you can't even really recognize. This one's been in there a lot longer. (laughs) Uh, It's humanoid shaped. It's kind of like rotted, and there's there's kind it of like looks like when you've left your coffee with creamer inside the car for too many days. A little bit, yeah. Parts of it, it do. Both of them kind of had like these creatures had fur, but they've been underwater, and so there's like oh. algae and and moss and things growing over parts of them. But this one is just like seriously decomposed. Parts of it are just kind of like goopy and flopping away. But it appears to be kind of like a large humanoid-ish type of creature that had fur and muscles and sinews. It stands about seven feet tall. Um, and, and if you're eating your lunch, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the grossest Enjoy. episode. The like grossest season yet. <laughs> so it uh, has called to its two companions and then it also is going to um, grasp both Maya and Wolf uh, Branch. Oh. And Robert is also within his grabbing range, just so you're aware. 
He Robert. hasn't attacked him yet. Dead Robert? Is he within 10 feet, would you Are say? Are dead Robert? Is... <laughs> yes, yes, he's definitely in there. All right, so Maya, Branch, and Robert make dexterity saving throws. Robert Bones. <laughs> 12. 21. Yeah, he rolled a four. <laughs> All right, so it grabs onto Robert and Maya and attempts to grab onto the wolf, but it sort of like scrambles away and does a... <laughs> like slips out of its tendrils and as it does that it wraps it wraps its tentacles around Maya and Robert and it drops into the sand and they go with it oh no it does this like very weird very like particular uh, like slithering movement kind of that like shakes itself right down into the sand and it disappears and both of them disappeared with it ah no so it's turn Robert ah. so do you have to save her I'm gonna cast uh, Ray of Enfeeblement on the gorilla. Uh, that misses, apparently. Nine to hit. The Miss. Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, and then I'm gonna try and command Robert with a bonus action and say, attack, <laughs> like attack the squid creature. I don't know if it's gonna do anything. So, <laughs> just because I can, I can command it with a bonus action. Uh, you but. have some sort of connection to him. You can feel he's in there, and he's going to do his darndest. Okay, well, there it is. That's, that's my turn. Whether it's somewhere under the sand, he's going to do his best to attack with him. <laughs> okay, that's that. Maya's turn in initiative. Maya is uh, not able to take a turn while under the sand. Yeah, and so it's Branch's turn. So we got Gorilla and thing that we don't Gorilla recognize. and Rotted Humanoid. I'll go after the Rotted Humanoid. Uh, I'll bite it. That's a, ni- a nine to hit. Miss. All right. He's going to run away uh, a little bit further away. That brings us to the gorilla's turn, and it is going to charge towards. So it's going to charge full speed towards Gravely. And here we go. It's going to run right up to you, and it's going to attempt to bite you. And that's definitely going to miss because it rolled a three. But guess what? It has two fists, and it rolled a four. <laughs> cool. And that But with its other fist, it smashes down. It rolled a 22 Oof. with that. So it bites, it snaps, it first fist whiffs past you, and then it smashes down on you for nine damage of bludgeoning. Ouch. Ooh, that looks like it didn't feel very good. This is the gorilla? Yep. Okay. It's it's a lot bigger than you, uh, and it's your turn. I look at it and say, I've taken down things bigger than you, buddy, and I'll, <laughs> st- I'll step back and just <laughs> kind of shoot it twice. Ooh, that's a 12 and a 18. Part of this gorilla is more than 10 feet away from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot at that part. So first one missed, second one hit. Roll that damage. Okay. 14 piercing damage. So you're able to, as it like knocks you aside with its fist, you're able to shoot at its opposite foot and bury an arrow in its like opposite calf, which causes it to roar back in your face. Which doesn't smell nice like bananas. It definitely smells like the rotted ocean. Yeah. Just like covering you in stink. And then it's the other creature's turn. That creature is gonna go after Branch, who's out there, 
in wolf form. It has some sort of like a club thing that it's holding, and it rolled a crit on Tender Branch. That's going to hit. 16 damage. At that point, it's the Squintillion's turn. The Squintillion rises up out of the sand with uh, Maya and Robert. (laughs) (laughs) And you can see that it is trying to, it's got its tentacle wrapped around Robert's neck. And you can see it's trying to implant one of those things in Robert's (laughs) neck. And it's not working because Robert is like a skeleton. (laughs) So it just sort of tosses him aside at that point when it emerges. But it is going to attempt to do the same thing with Maya. Oh, gosh. So Maya, roll a constitution save. Oh, Oh, that's not my forte. Oh, so that was a two. So it'll be a four. It, uh, it does, in fact, place this thing. You fin- feel this, like, mass entering into your neck and just, like, injecting pain through your entire nervous system. And you're going to take uh, nine points of damage, and it just drops you down to the ground right there. Oh, that was not good. Such like turn. This. Oh, <laughs> so you came back up, huh? <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's do this now. <laughs> he's going to reach into his component pouch, and he's going to pull out uh, what looks like some bat guano, and he's going to squirt it in his hands, and he's going to point out one of his small little arms, and a little bead of red light is going to fire forth, and it's going to explode um, on top of the creature, and he's going to cast Fireball. That's a save for anybody within and a lot of people. <laughs> Twenty foot radius of that creature, behind him a little bit, so that it just like blows him from the back. Um, and if I can get the the gorilla in that radius, you can hit just it by hitting behind it. But if you want to get it and any of its friends, it's also going to capture some allies. Okay, we're going to do that because I'm going to try and hit uh, its friends. So I'll try and hit it and the gorilla. So okay, I'm, so I'm so that's gonna gravely is gonna roll with that gravely, and you're you're attacking the other one, so right. it's not gonna it's be. Would I? Would I? Wouldn't I roll with that? Because I'm like right. Yeah, eight d thick <gasps> fire damage. Twenty five. Three. Oh my. God. Okay, so if you saved, you take twelve damage. If you did not save, you take twenty four damage. The creature rolled a nineteen. The so gorilla oh. rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gravely's gonna like see it and then like run between the gorilla's legs, like just like low because he's short and the gorilla's really big. And and you know as the fireball hits, it's gonna be like. So he'll take you know a little bit of damage, but like he's he's using the leg as like a shield. <laughs> shield blast past him. Robert wow. Robert is still up with one hit point. All right, <laughs> Robert's so going strong. And everything hurts right now. I tried to burn the jellyfish off of you. The fireball smoke clears and something happens at that point, right in the radius of where the fireball hit. It looks almost like the moonbeam that Branch cast earlier. There's like a beam from above. You look up and you can see almost like a ring of fire open up above that area, right where the squintillion is. And a figure drops through from that ring and hits the ground right by it. 
superhero style? Yeah. yeah it <laughs> Three-point landing? It does do that three-point landing where it's got like one, <laughs> two feet on the ground. It's in like a crouch, one hand on the ground. And the thing you see as smoke clears is it's an armored figure. It looks like humanoid-ish. What you're looking at, it reminds, well, mm, gravely, would be kind of reminded of Charcandrus's armor a little bit, but it's not. It's not the same size. It's not the exact same armor, but that's what it most reminds you of. And what more reminds you of that is it's like steaming a little bit. It looks hot where it just appeared. It's wearing a helmet, which is definitely a different style than uh, like a full coverage helmet, which is a different style than what Charcandrus wore. And it stands up kind of from that position and looks around at the situation and looks at each of you and says, What do you want me to do? Looking at Gravely. What the heck is going on? Is it speaking common? Yep. And it's looking directly at Gravely. Uh, 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 I can get this thing or get that thing over there. With the, get the gorilla thing? Yeah, get the big squid thing. All right, got it. And it has a, uh, a staff. And it wields that staff from one side and then the other side. And it rolled uh, an 18 and a crit. So jeez. Oh, it smacks it with one side of the staff and then knocks it again with the other side of the staff even harder. That was the critical blow. And then it sort of like calls down kind of in the same column of light as was there before. It calls down some sort of like radiant damage and uh, that strikes down into the creature for additional damage. And that does it in. The squintillion was already looking bad. And the squintillion is down. And Maya is still laying there. You don't really know what condition she's in, but it's uh, Branch's turn. Uh, 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 great. Uh, now take out this gorilla guy. <laughs> the other guys are still up? Yes. All right. So I'm just going to I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll incur an attack of opportunity against the thing with the club, and I'll run after the... I'm going to go after the gorilla. Thing with the club is actually suddenly, like, clutching its neck. Oh. So uh, instead of taking the opportunity at you, it's suddenly like reaching back and grabbing at its own neck, and you can't really interpret the emotions or thought process of the actually, sludgy humanoid with the club, and so actually, it doesn't look like it's responding. If I notice that, I'm going to try to bite the, the jellyfish off the back of its neck. Okay. Yeah. Sure, give it a try. <laughs> Roll an attack. All right, 17, you scramble up. You scramble up onto this thing and bite its neck. And uh, get a mouthful of jellyfish, I guess. Roll damage on that. 10. So you pull that jellyfish right out of its neck and it kind of like, you tear it out and the whole like creature just sort of like collapses. It almost puddles. Like the jellyfish connection was definitely like holding this thing together and it really like collapses down. And the jellyfish is prone if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in your mouth, and uh, you're standing in a lot of sludgy mess. Gorilla is also clutching at its neck and roaring. Maya didn't grab her neck? Maya's not responding. Gorilla creature is clutching at its neck, and it tears itself. It tears out its, like, implant, 
And uh, when it does that, it kind of looks at it, and then it just like falls over. And there you are. Uh, Who's? Who are you? I mean, thank you first of all, but also, who are you? The the armored creature looks at you and, and reaches up to its helmet and takes it off. And what you see in front of you is a woman. And this woman is maybe like 25-ish or so. She has a sort of flowing blonde hair. And uh, she looks right at Gravely. And she looks down at Maya, really, really concerned. And she looks up at Gravely and it says, Gravely, don't you recognize me? It's me. It's Sindel. Sindel? <gasps> oh, snap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>